Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm your host, Marie Hewitt, and I hope your Saturday morning has gotten off to a great start. And to make it even better, I've invited Steve Whalen from Paws LA to the program. His organization just celebrated 25 years of helping people in need take care of their pets. I'm a huge fan of Paws LA, and I can't wait to hear all the latest news from Steve. Then, after our halftime break, longtime Pet Place friend Aaron Reyes, going back to our early television days, will be stopping by. He's the Deputy Director of Los Angeles Animal Care and Control. He always has some great stories and is one of those guys that always goes way above and beyond to get homeless pets into their forever homes. This and more are coming right up after a quick message from KJAZ 88.1 FM. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on KJAZ 88.1 FM. I'm Marie Hewitt, and I am very happy to welcome back to the program after a very long absence... Steve Whalen from Paws LA. Good morning, Steve. How have you been? I've been great. Thank you so much, Marie. I'm so excited to have you back on the show because I just heard that Paws LA celebrated their 25th anniversary of helping people and pets. Yes, that's true. We did last year, and we're now in our 26th year. Oh, wow. I really miss that anniversary. <laughs> That is amazing. Let's remind all of our listeners how you got your start and where you are now. Okay. Well, we started in 1988 as a um, an aid service agency. We were um, the, our founder Nadia Sutton um, was aware of people who were going to the hospital and they had nobody to look after their animals. And so she got a team of volunteers together to make sure that those animals were cared for while their their parent was in the hospital. And, um, of course, back then there was a lot more um, death. People were dying, and so the animals were needing to find new homes. And so that was a great portion of the work at the beginning was making sure that there were homes for animals when their, when their parents had passed away. Um, happily, things have changed very much in the AIDS community and, the, and AIDS treatment, so people are living longer. So we really have become much more of just uh, an organization providing services, pet food and vet care and um, other any services that people need to keep their animals in their life. Okay, and then I think you've expanded your services, too, to help out anybody who's facing any kind of traumatic illness and needs some help as far as when they're in the hospital or 
maybe they're fighting a terminal illness. Is that correct? That is correct. So if, if people living with a, a disabling, life-threatening condition, cancer, MS, lupus, things like that, um, anything that you know a, a medical provider would declare as a life-threatening condition. And we also happily um, provided it, uh, expanded our services to assist seniors. Oh, wow. Seniors um, with the same same services. We we realized that the senior population was very much like our early AIDS population, right. where they didn't have a support system around them, they didn't have anywhere to turn, and their animal was the only thing providing emotional support and comfort um, unconditionally to them. Wow. And so we were you know, happily also able to uh, expand our service to assist that population. That is such a wonderful service. So if somebody, for example, a senior, is at the point in their life where they really can't get out and walk their pet anymore, is that also something that you might be able to help them out with? It is, absolutely. And I was going to list the services we provide, and that's one of them. You know, We start with the pet food. We have vet care. Um, and those are you know, critical for anybody with you know an animal, as we know. I have a, an old cat right now who's got a lot of illnesses, and mm-hmm. it's unbelievable how expensive it is. Oh, yeah. So our vets <laughs> work at 50% of their normal rates for us and our clients, so we're able to provide you know a little bit more service than, than if, you know, if they were charging full price, obviously. Wow. Um, so yeah. do you have a lot of vets in your network who are willing to provide We have about... That? 17 vets that we work with throughout all of Los Angeles County. Okay. Now, is this just in Los Angeles County, or do you have a partner organization that helps out Orange County as well? There are other um, chapters, but we're all independent. Okay. Um, So I know there are some providers in Orange County. Um, uh, The the first pause group was San San Francisco, so we modeled ourselves after them, but we've now become the largest um, agency of its kind. How would somebody get into contact with you if they needed help? There's several ways. One of them, they could go to our website, pawsla.org. Mm-hmm. Um, they could email us at info at pawsla.org. Or they could call us at 213-741-1950. Okay. That sounds wonderful. And with all the services that you provide, I suspect that you probably need some volunteers to help you out with that. We certainly do. We, In fact, our volunteers, we've calculated, provide the equivalent of three full-time staff members' worth of, of service to the agency. So our volunteers are critical, and they really are the reason we're able to provide the level of services we do. And, and one of the things that we do is, in addition to dog walking, is uh, deliver pet food to homebound clients. So once a month, we have a team of volunteers that go out into their area. Uh, we try to find it in their neighborhood, and they'll deliver the pet food to the clients in in their area. So we always need volunteers who have a car and the willingness to come here and pick up the food and deliver it to you know their neighbors in their their part of town. Is there any training involved, or? Are, does anybody have to have any special insurance if they're going to be driving or that sort of thing? They just have to have normal you know, in, uh, liability insurance on their vehicle. Okay, and any training at all? Or? We do a volunteer orientation, and okay. you know we really just describe what the agency does and how we do it. And then before they're making any you know deliveries, we definitely have a very specific uh, orientation to sort of explain what the you know potential issues might be. I mean, there really aren't any issues. The, the clients are always so grateful 
to have oh, somebody deliver bad. the food to them. Wow. Um, that it, it's, you know, it's not a whole lot of training that's necessary. You, you talked about pet food. Do you have pet food donated by pet food manufacturers, or are you hoping that private citizens will will purchase a bag or two and, and bring it on over? All of the above. Okay. We, we do get donations from manufacturers, and there's a couple of, of programs that sort of combine and get a, a large quantity of food to distribute to nonprofit organizations. So we do benefit from that. But we also um, have bins in many of the Petco stores. They have donation bins, so people will drop in a few extra bags or cans or things that um, that will benefit our clients. Okay. So we we uh, we appreciate all of those donations. They're they're all very much uh, necessary and appreciated. Let's say somebody has a pet supply company or store near their house, and they notice there's not a bin there, and the management is more than happy to put one out. Is there a way that they could coordinate getting one of the the bins located there so that you guys can swing by and pick it up? Yes, I mean they all they need to do is contact us, and uh, our volunteer coordinator is John Meeks, and he um, would be more than happy to work with someone if they could identify a store. And it really doesn't even have to be a Petco; it could be um, uh, any any pet store that is willing to. You know, have a bin to collect donations for us. Oh, okay, and maybe even a grocery store too. Yes, absolutely. Okay, very cool. Do you ever have any fun events that help promote your organization? Well, we do have an event called Pazapalooza, and it's <laughs> um, it's a uh, an event where we have booths from pet providers of of different types. You know, some food. Some vets come, um, uh, pet uh, clothing and toys and treats and um, pet sitters. So it's a it's really like a, a big event with a lot of pet related uh, vendors. Okay. And we also have um, agility uh, demonstration, Ooh. and um, it's a really fun event. It we we don't have like a date it. for it yet this year, but it'll be sometime in the summer. Okay. And if people go to our website at pawsla.org, mm-hmm. and they'll be able to see the latest information on that event and other events that are that are coming up. Okay. You mentioned housing issues uh, and some of the support services you provide in that area. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes, I can. And in fact, that's my. I've been with the agency for 23 years, so I've been around here for a while. And one of the things that started to happen early on were people calling us and saying, my landlord is threatening to evict me because of my animal, or I can't find any housing that will allow me to have my animal. So we began to do some research and found out that both federal and state fair housing laws make it very clear that a person with a disability has the right to have a medically prescribed assistance animal, including an emotional support animal, even if the landlord has a no-pets policy Oh, wow. Is there anything that you have to do to show that your pet is prescribed? Do you have to get a, a doctor's prescription, for yes. lack of a better word? Okay. Yes, you do. It doesn't have to be a doctor, but it, it's best if it is. But anybody, any medical provider or anyone who's familiar with the person's medical condition can make the prescription. But wow. it's best if it's an MD or you know some some doctor type. And the letter just simply states that my patient is a person with a disability and I have prescribed 
uh, an animal to assist them in living with their disability. It doesn't have to be any more detailed than that. Are most doctors on board with this? Are they willing to do this, or do you have to bring them paperwork and research to show that animals actually are good therapy? I think I would say most of the time people's doctors are more than happy to participate because most of them, you know, in dealing with their their patient, our client, you know, they recognize and understand that the animal is incredibly important to them. So the good news is most doctors are absolutely more than happy to to provide the, uh, the signature for a letter like that. Well, that's great news. Steve, Paws LA has made such a difference in the lives of so many people and animals, and I wish you and your organization another, well, I guess 24 years until your next big milestone anniversary of, of great success, and thanks for stopping by the show today. Thank you so much, Maria. appreciate it. You're very welcome. We need to take a super fast break now, but stay right where you are because Aaron Reyes from L.A. County Animal Care and Control is standing by to bring us all the latest news about the dogs and cats needing homes from his organization. This and more are coming right up on the other side of a quick brace. Quick pet place break on KJAZ 88.1 FM. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show, and my longtime Pet Place friend, Aaron Reyes, is here from L.A. County Animal Care and Control. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning, Marie. It's been a long time. How are you? It's been way too long, and I'm doing well, and how are you doing? Wonderful. Wonderful. Feeling great, and, you know, looking forward to the busy season coming up for us, and, you know, trying to... Trying to gear up and you know get the staff uh, geared up as well. What is the busy season? Well, it you know it actually it's all the busy season right now. Sadly, <laughs> I mean you remember probably remember, remember back in the day. Oh yeah. In the early '90s and you know '80s and stuff, there were actually seasons. Remember mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. kitten season, cat season, and this and that, cat and then it season. slowed down a little bit yeah. in the in the winter, but now it just seems like the busy season is all year long. But what I'm referring to is. You know, there's there's a, a couple of you know, pressing issues, um, and it's the cat season. You know, people still have not, um, you know, uh, bought in completely to spaying and neutering, you know, kitties, and then, of course, letting them run loose, and yeah. then, you know, what's going to happen if you've got a cat that's roaming the neighborhood, and, and, uh, he or, and he or she's not spayed or neutered, and they end up at our place, you know, and we've, you know, we've got such... Um, uh, you know, limited space, you know, and then it re- yeah. and then we re- rely on foster homes and volunteers and many of the staff, including myself, we take kittens home, you know, and it's just oh, yeah. try to help this thing. You know that. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's like a nursery. So that's, you know, that's really what we're facing because we're just, you know, it, again, it's a community problem and, and they make their way into into the shelter, but we don't, you know, we don't want it. We we don't want the end result to be euthanasia. No, absolutely not. Is there anything that you're doing currently to help people with spaying and neutering, neutering perhaps low cost spay and neuter for cat owners? Uh, you know what? We are actually. You know, we've got um, we've got a couple of programs, and I and I would um, refer people to our website uh, and Facebook to 
get more information on it. So, yeah, it would it would exceed the the, the time here and on your interview. So, but it um, we know that that spaying and neutering, uh, depending on where you're at, you know, it can be it can be very expensive. Even even the little ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we do have uh, you know some programs that are available and. Um, you know, folks that that need that assistance. Um, you know, we want to give you that assistance, and um, it generally comes through uh, private groups that work side by side with us to um, to help folks uh, get animals um, spayed and neutered, pr- particularly cats. Do you find that there's still resistance to spaying and neutering cats? You know what? Yes, I do because. Um, a, we're we still, you know, we look at the statistics and and it says that a lot more cats are coming in um, than dogs. And of course, we couldn't be prouder, but we're still working hard of our um, uh, dog adoption and placement numbers. You know what we call our live release rate, and we could talk about that in just a little bit. But you know, I just. And you know this too. For some strange reason, people look at cats differently than dogs. And if you're a cat person, it makes no sense. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a cat person and a dog person. It's weird. You don't you don't have to be one or the other. Although right. I've heard people say that. You yeah. Know? <laughs> but, you know what I mean? But it's they're they're okay with kitties running the neighborhood. Some of them are. Mm-hmm. Um, others that wash their car and then the cat jumps on it. That those are generally the, you know, the 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 angry neighbors that uh, you know. Get get angry at the kitties, but um, and they should be angry at the owners for they, putting their kittens and their cats out in danger like I, that. I couldn't agree with you more. And you remember back in the day, you know, when you were interviewing me, and I said, you know, if you let cats out one time, they're going to get out. They they're going to want to go out mm-hmm. for the rest of their life because who wouldn't want to roll in the grass? And taking the the um, you know the sunshine and the cool air and it just to some kitties you know it just it beats being inside the house because it's it you know it resembles um, you know uh, mother nature sure. and you know so and cats are far more wild than their domestic dog counterparts even though they've been in the lives of human beings for ten thousand years they've retained a lot more of their wild characteristics than dogs have. And I think that's where a lot of people make the mistake of allowing their their cats to be outdoor pets. And, And aside from putting their cats in danger, cats have a pretty significant impact on the environment as far as, uh, preying on the songbird population too. So that's something to consider as well. It is. That's just what cats do, and that's that's you know who they are. But um, I mean, just watch how they play, mm-hmm. you know, inside of the house. I mean, it's you know they're they're moving around and they're puffy and they're you know they they do that little sideways walk thing, which is cuter <laughs> than heck. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. like they're gonna pounce. It's it's just amazing to watch, you know. But they. If they take that outside, you're absolutely right. There, there are other wildlife out there that, um, you know, are at risk, and you know, it's just because cats do what cats do. So, we're still working uh, tirelessly to try to um, get cats spayed and neutered. We, uh, you know, we require it in most of our cities, and oh, okay. So in LA County, cats are required to be spayed or neutered now. 
Cor- correct. In most of our cities, so cities that have um, that have adopted our ordinance, um, which is called Title Ten, mm-hmm. and um, you know it helps. But the problem the problem is, you know, when we when we go out and we canvass a neighborhood, you know, to make sure all the dogs are are licensed and you know look at fences and you know help people with you know dogs that like to escape. We ask them about their kitties, and and they're like, well, you know, we have this one that we feed. Uh-huh. And, and, and that's a really difficult situation to be in, to determine: Are you really the owner? Or so they're just, not taking responsibility. They're just saying, "Yeah, we put food out, but he's not really our cat." Correct. So you're wow. keeping healthy and strong a breeding cat, and it's it just goes around in circles. You know, you appreciate what they do for them, but you know, um, spay and neuter is just something you do one time. Yeah, yeah, and it just has. Such a tremendous impact if everybody would spay and neuter their kitties, or even if you knew of a neighborhood cat, if you took it in and had it spayed or neutered too, what a difference that would make. And and it would lessen the burden on animal shelters and make you guys more successful in placing the animals that you do end up getting in your doors. That is correct. And, you know, this um, cat issues are really across the board it doesn't matter where uh in the united states actually you know in on um on the globe actually it they are they're looked at you know uh, by and far the same they're allowed to roam and run and some people say some people even refer to them as a wild animal it's like oh no that's you know we've taken care of that you know uh thousands of years ago when we domesticated yeah. them you know? so <laughs> you know we're still trying to turn that ship and get them to understand make make spay and neuter affordable accessible and we educate like crazy and you know um it's just a uh it's an ongoing uh effort to you know reduce the population of our right. kitty friends well for all those people out there who think that domesticated cats are wild animals, I would challenge them all to go to their local zoo and see if they could find an exhibit. <laughs> Absolutely, Probably yeah. That, that That's a that spayed and neutered indoor cat wouldn't stand a chance. So, yeah, it's just, um, again, you know, we're it's a, it's a community problem, mm-hmm. you know, which is a problem with our dogs, too. When they're out running loose, when they're biting people, when, they, when they're not spayed or neutered, um, it generally just goes right back to the owner and uh, so we're you know the it's a 24 7 job you know that oh, yeah. Yeah. it just never seems to stop being a 24 7 job I, know. I was hoping it's, but it's, it's worth it things would would start getting better over time and and i suppose they're a little bit better more and more people are aware of spaying and neutering more and more people are aware of the great animals that are available for adoption at shelters, which is completely different than it was in the 80s when and the 90s when I worked for Orange County Animal Control. Right. But there's still so much work to be done. And, and how are you guys doing with adoptions? Are you having some big adoption events coming up? You know, we do. I'm uh, speaking with um, a couple of private groups and uh, NBC Channel 4 and... Um, you know we're we're planning um you know yet another you know summer summer um pet expo type of event we might even be working with the Harley Davidson group um you know we started talks with them and uh it's you know it's exciting because people just like you said they're 
they're they're smarter. Animals are more accessible. There, it, it's become a bigger you know uh, priority. And one of the things is um, we we see across the board is that especially with you know dogs, people look at them as their family. So. You know, that's really um, raised the awareness and also the popularity of off-site adoption. So check our website and our Facebook, and we, we've got some exciting things that are going to be popping up well, uh, what on is, those sites. what is your website address? It is, um, let's see, animalcare.lacounty.com. Uh, dot, oh, I'm sorry. I think I used the uh, the old version. It's animalcare. dot. Uh, it's animalcare. dot la county. dot gov. That's 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 it. dot uh, gov. Okay. Animalcare. dot la county. dot gov. That's right. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, what is it? I guess I never, you know. Yeah, I know. We never look at our own website. <laughs> we we don't. I, you know, I have it on a on a on a um a favorite uh, on an app and a, or you know, yeah. I just click on it. Yeah, there you go. Well, so. Aaron, it's great speaking with you. We're already out of time, but I'd love to have you back on the program again to talk about more animal issues. I would I would love to, Marie. Thank you so much. And we need to take a very quick break, but we will be right back with more information on Pet Place and KJAZZ 88.1 FM. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewlett, and it's time for Pet Place News and Events. If your pets are in need of vaccinations, microchips, or general wellness exams, then remember, every Sunday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., a traveling, low-cost, no-appointment-needed clinic visits a number of locations in Los Angeles and Orange Counties. For more information and to find out when it will be near you, visit www.thevaccinationstation.com. And don't forget to check out our website at www.petplace.org and send us your comments or suggestions for the show. You can also find us on Facebook. We're listed under Pet Place Radio, and that's all one word. And that's all for me today. Remember, pets need love and a home, too. We'll be back next weekend with more of the Pet Place here on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. I'm Marie Hewlett. Please stay new to your pets and have a wonderful day. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.